This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Thank you for joining us for another Sky Blue Extra match day preview in proud association with the Sky Blue Tavern and Dylan's Brewery. City will travel to Leeds this weekend to take on a side who find themselves immersed in a race for the top two automatic promotion places. I'm joined as ever by Ross this week again, hopefully looking forward to a positive away journey up north. Uh, how are we doing, Ross? You all good? Yeah, all good. Thank you, mate. How are you? All good. Very well. Very well. Um, obviously, Ross is going to be a tricky game. We know that um, Leeds on a good run of form themselves has seen them jump up to third spot in the table. Um, potentially a few names to pick out for this Leeds squad, as we've mentioned on the podcast this week, similar to Southampton as a recently relegated Premier League side. But anybody again in particular for you that we should be looking out for from what is obviously another very strong squad overall? Oh, where do we start, mate, with this one? Um, <laughs> there's, there's quality all over the pitch from goalie to striker. I mean, you, you even look at their bench, you know, they've got... Gnonto, Jaden Anthony, Geldhart, Shackleton, Jed Spence. It's filled with quality, isn't it? And then, you know, I, I really like their two holding players. I think they're probably two of the, if 
them and Leicester have the two strongest players in, in positions in that league. Obviously, Leicester have and Didi, um, Drewsbury Hall and Winks, but to have Ethan Apam, I think it's Amapadu, I think is how you say his name. I can't actually say his Ampadu. name. It's very weird. Ampadu, that's the one. Um, him and obviously Glenn Kamara, I think that's a very strong midfield. I think Sheaf, etc., are going to have to be massively on their. Uh, they're going to have to be massively on their game um, in, in in this one. So um, obviously, and then Joel Pira, we know who absolutely loves a goal against us, scores against us every single time for Swansea. Um, so you know they've got him. Dan James, very good player. Somerville, very good player. You've got Rutter as well, who's, who looks a very good player. They, they, they've got quality everywhere, mate, haven't they, really? It's yeah. it's going to be such an intense, tricky game. I'm actually going to this one as well. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how we how we fare in this game, mate, and what, what we do. So, um, yeah, I'm a... I'm looking forward to it, but it will be a. It's going to be a very intense Allen Road atmosphere um, in this one. So, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But yeah, we'll see. And picking up on where we left off with the with the the podcast following the Birmingham game, we obviously took some time to look at the Southampton game. One of the points for us there was how important, keenly important it would be for us to take our opportunities um, when they come. But in this game. It's possibly even more so with Leeds having such a, a, a stingy defence, effectively. You know, you've got Leicester, who conceded, uh, I think it was only, only 12 goals, but Leeds are next after them in terms of um, only conceded 20 goals this season. So second strongest defence from that perspective. Do you see us being able to create quite regularly against them? Do you think we've got players that balance quite well in terms of those areas of the pitch? Or do you think it's going to be a... A tricky afternoon in terms of creating those opportunities. It's a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? This one, I think you, you say they've got a good defence, but Middlesbrough went there and opened them up, didn't they? They got an early goal mm-hmm. against them um, and managed to get two in that game. So it's not impossible to go there and score. I just think we speak about intensity of home games. If you want to get something, even if it's a draw out of that game, you have to match their intensity. If you're not intense, you're not on it. What we can't do is do what we did at Ipswich and give them a goal within six minutes of playing. If we do that, we may as well just throw the game plan out the window. If we can get in, in at half time, nil, nil, we've got a very good chance of seeing where we end up in the, by the end of the game. If we can keep it as tight as possible, not just get hit on the counter-attack or a silly goal or be marking out a position or something like that 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 ultimately costs us. I think we've got a very, very good chance of getting something. But you can say that, but it's, it ultimately comes down to what the uh, the game plan is and what, what, what they do on the day ultimately and what we do. So... It's going to be a really, really tricky, tricky game. Obviously, like I said to you, I'm, I'm going. So it's, um, it's going to be really, really, it's going to be really interesting to see, mate. But it's one I'm looking forward to because, um, we all know what Alan Rhodes' atmosphere is, is like, and it's one that I've always wanted to experience as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, mate. But it, we're going to have to be massively on it to come away with anything from, from this game. Like you said, we're going to have to be on the ball intensity wise and in terms of ruthlessness and and what we do with the ball in terms of in got in front of goal, etc. We're going to have to take our chances when we get one. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be a good game, mate. And the other concern you you mentioned that Middlesbrough game where they conceded a couple of goals. They ultimately even found a way to to win that game. I look back, they've only conceded more than once on two occasions over the last 
is something like 14 games um, dating back to the game against Southampton on the 13th of September. Again, the last time before the Middlesbrough game where they conceded more than one goal was against Norwich 21st of October and they again were able to overcome in that situation and find a way to win. So kind of tells us they're a team who are able to, to find a way to win even in those games where maybe that defence isn't quite on it um, to the to the level that we've seen you know most regularly throughout the season so I mean that's really daunting isn't it even if we are able to pick a, an opportunity take an opportunity get a goal in front there's not really any guarantees in this side or against this side as we've seen in their record over the recent weeks they either don't concede a lot or when they do concede even more than one goal they're, they're still able to come back and and win the game so that I mean we keep saying it but it's it, it's really quite daunting for us to uh to, to make the trip up there Yes, mate. It's. I'm making you feel really good about your uh, your trip up there. Yeah, I know. You're making me really want to. You're making me really want to go to this game, mate. You know, I'm so excited to go. I can't wait to have a beer in my hand and be stood there and see seeing what we do and getting all confident before the game. I mean, we've we've obviously got strengths, mate. And I know we lost to Ipswich, but we did ultimately only lose two one, didn't we? And one of them was an absolute worldie. So if you take that rubbish goal that we conceded in the first six minutes away unless they do what Wes Burns did for Ipswich against us we were actually one nil down in that game realistically we only conceded one goal so we didn't actually give much away whereas Ipswich have absolutely blown teams away this year haven't they? there have been four goals teams have not had a sniff and I know we we ultimately didn't we scored an own goal in the last minute but <laughs> realistically we missed the penalty didn't we in a crucial part of the game if we would have scored that people went away saying we probably could have got a point and a lot of Ipswich fans did say after that game if we put um if we put our chance away from the obviously God and missing the penalty if that went in the back of the net sorry if we'd have done that a lot of Ipswich fans I think there was one woman that commented saying if you'd have scored that penalty I think you might have got a draw out of the game um which would have been interesting so we've been to an away ground this year like you said Leicester we went there, granted it was the first game. We should have won that game because we should have scored our chances and they should have lost that to us the first game. Um, and then we've been away to, to Ipswich and we gave a good account of ourselves. Yeah, we were an amazing first half, but second half we were okay and we should have probably come out with a point if they didn't score a worldy goal, which they probably won't do again all season. And we didn't miss a penalty. It could have been totally different and we could have left with a point. So we've got to go there with the same mindset we have done in the second half of the Ipswich game and what we did at Leicester and just go for it in that game and really go and try and put them under the cosh and play. And, and speaking of their weaknesses I do think their defence is solid but it's not amazingly good in terms of championship defences you have seen I mean they've got experience haven't they and they've got players like Sam Byram and um, Liam Cooper and players like that and Stroik who, who are good at this level but their goalie uh, Melier was always making mistakes in the Premier League yes he's good in the championship but he can be prone to a mistake and the only way that he's going to make a mistake is if he has shots at, if he has shots at him and ultimately sometimes it's something we don't do enough is shoot in that game when we get the chance we have to test the goalie and shoot we have to let him know that we're there and have as many shots on target as we can during that game because that's the only way that we're going to have any success against them if we try and walk it in the net or we take too many touches and then lose the ball the goalie's just going to get more and more confidence and he's just going to know what's going on throughout the game as soon as we get the chance to shoot we put him under pressure and we shoot and who knows 
knows what could happen. You could have a rubbish shot at him. Hadji could have one. It could not be a good shot, but it could trickle under his hand and go in the net and we end up scoring from it. So, you know, they're, they're the things that transform the game, but also Wright's confidence, for example, you know, he might think, actually, I need to start shooting more now because goalies in this division can make mistakes. So it, it's just one of them, mate. And they ultimately will have weaknesses and it's something Robinson, Robbins and Vivash and Lawrence will have... Uh, will have worked on with with the team and will sorry will be working on with the team so um it will be interesting to see what we what we do in the game but we can cause them problems but we just have to concentrate in those first 20 minutes if we give them a goal we're at ellen road they're going to be full of confidence they're in the top two and it's going to be such a difficult game and we could get we could get windswept in that game ultimately if we go one nil down early. They could do what they did to Huddersfield and be four nil up at half time if 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 we get if it gets to us. But keep our heads and get nil nil at half time or even maybe a goal. You know who knows what we could end up doing there and it could be a, a, a memorable away day in this in this season. So we just have to see, mate. But ultimately, it comes not down to what they do, but what we do. That's the most important thing. Yes, they can have a goal of quality. If they score another Wes Burns goal, so be it. I'll, I'll applaud the goal and just say, what are you meant to do? You can't do anything about that. It's quality. It's Premier League quality. But if we start gifting them goals and chances, that's when it's going to be end come frustrating or we don't take ours. That's when we're going to, again, be kicking ourselves and ultimately saying we can't afford to do that in those type of games. So yeah, it'll be, it will be interesting, mate, but I hope I come away either extremely happy with the result or I'm happy with what we've done in the game. That's what I hope for coming away from it. So we'll yeah. see, mate, it'll be interesting. Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Do you expect to see much change in terms of not even necessarily personnel, but kind of in how we set up for this one? You know, we've obviously made changes in that respect since the last international break. Um, but this is arguably alongside the Southampton game, obviously, but they, with this being on um, away at an opponent's ground, this is arguably the toughest game that we've faced since that break. Um, do you see potential of reverting back to any old formations or any other changes that he might make to allow for the opposition in this game? Or do you think full steam ahead? I think the only change that he'll make is we won't set up in a 4-3-3. I think it will be more like a 4-2-3-1 because that's how they play. And I think their their key is they control the games with Glenn Kamara and um, Ampadu. Sorry, that's I've said it right this time. Um, if, they, if we allow them to get their foot on the ball and dictate the game, we're going to be in for a long afternoon. But if we play a double pivot, like they do of Sheaf and Allen or Sheaf or whoever with O'Hare in the middle, that I would go Sheaf, Allen and O'Hare in that game because I think it's a very busy, effective midfield three that aren't going to be afraid to get their foot in and stick, st- get stuck in basically and get in their faces, which ultimately is what they don't like playing against. They like being able to dominate that area, have a lot of control and then use their width out wide and get it to your Somervilles, your Canontos, your Dan Jameses and then get it in the box then for Pirro and Rutter, etc. So 
if we can, can, I think the only change we might make is the way we set up in terms of personnel, not in terms of changes to the actual team. I just think he'll play Hadji and Sakamoto out on the on the wings with um, Sims or, or maybe Godden down the middle. I don't know what he'll do in that game, and then he'll just drop O'Hare into the ten, and then he'll play um, he'll play like a, almost like a three box midfield with them two in the in the triangle type shape with O'Hare in front, then Allen and, and Allen and Sheaf sitting rather than it being Allen and O'Hare going forward, so to speak, and Sheaf on his own. It will be almost a, a, a double pivot where they where they sit next to each other and, and slot in that in that area of the pitch and and try and stop Leeds playing. Because obviously we are away from away from home. But obviously when we get the ball, we can then obviously leave it to O'Hare, Haji, Sakamoto and whoever to try and have a bit of a bit of a go at them. And obviously their wingers will get will get forwards ultimately as well. And so will their fullbacks. If we win it, we have got pace in Milan, etc., who can get forwards and can hurt them. So we'll, we'll see, mate, and we'll we'll see what we do. But we're going to have to be on it, put it that way. So give us the all-important prediction. Are you, you expecting to come away happy? Or are you, are you, you, know are you a little bit more cautious with this one? I'm actually going to call this the, the festive football finale. I'm actually going to go for a, I'm going to go for a three or draw. I think there's going to be a lot wow. of goals in it. I think okay. we're going to concede a lot, but I also feel like we're just going to score a lot in that game. I just think it's going to be one of their mad games where we just yeah. have three each and and we and a point there, I will be ecstatic with. If we draw yeah. leads and don't lose, I would be over the moon going into mm. into that that period then of the the Sunderland game and so on. Move and then those home games over Christmas because if Some we more winnable get, games after yeah that, after that, and I think it would of... give us big big confidence then moving forward. If you can go to Ellen Road and pick up a point, which not many mm. teams will do this year you stand yourselves in good stead against a lot of teams in this division and I think a lot of fans would actually start to think hmm actually if we get a player in January could we potentially go and try for the playoffs again this year as mad as it sounds compared to a couple of months ago what people were saying so you just never know but I'm going to go I'm going to go for a a crazy three or draw in that game I just think it's going to be goals and ultimately it's what I hope it is because I'm going to the game so I hope it's a bit of a mad game I don't want it to just be a You're going to this one Ross (laughs) I've mentioned it a few times I'm going to this so uh, yeah I mean don't be wrong if Cov win one nil, it would be even better because you know we'd be taking three points there but I don't just want to go and see them win one nil, for example it would just be a bit of a boring game I'd rather it be sort of a goal fest and a lot of things happening and open attacking play and, and whatnot it'd be quite a nice nice game to watch in a good atmosphere so yeah I'm gonna go three all mate yeah look you get those games don't you you get those games every so often and yeah especially around the festive time it seems to be a period where uh you know crazy things can happen so everybody can look forward to what's uh looking like to be a a very entertaining game as we head in towards that Christmas period um that's all we've got time for in this match day preview thanks again for your time Ross um, and another shout out to our fantastic sponsors, of course, at the Sky Blue Tavern and Dylan's Brewery. And of course, we always like to get you involved in the conversation. If there's anything you might agree or disagree with that we've said tonight, please do let us know and use that hashtag SBE podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.